0: I have to admit that when I was a kid, I was a big fan of ordinary time. (laughs) Because ordinary time meant you know, no incense, you know, no sequence, no strange processions, no sprinkling right. We were in and out of there, and I was on with the rest of my day. And that was kind of my attitude as a as a kid towards ordinary time. And I think it's worthwhile just briefly before we open up today's gospel and reflect on it, as we start ordinary time. You know, why does the church dedicate 34 weeks of our year to what we refer to as ordinary time? Right? We have those moments when we prepare for Jesus' birth, Advent. And then we celebrate his birth at Christmas. We prepare for the most important moment of our liturgical year, which is the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. For the forgiveness of my sins and for my salvation. And that whole preparation, which is Lent. And yet, the majority of our year is spent... In what we refer to as ordinary time and I think we have a hard time because in our society when we say ordinary we think of blah we think of just that day-to-day thing or routine that just doesn't really mean too much to us and it is quite the contrary During ordinary time, we reflect on those things that Jesus said and did leading up to his passion, death, and resurrection. There's so many important nuggets, so to speak, that we can reflect on during ordinary time. The one we have today, Jesus gives us a parable, right? as to what is the kingdom of God like, right? What's it all about? And what is it that Jesus says? Jesus said to the crowds, this is how it is. Right? We can imagine Jesus kind of saying, okay, okay, okay. Let's just sum up here for everyone, because everyone's getting a little confused. And Jesus says, this is how it is with the kingdom of God. And imagine the Son of God racking his brain for the perfect analogy, the perfect parable. How can I express to these people that I'm about to die for what it's all about? And that's what we have today in today's Gospel. The analogy Jesus Christ uses is that of a plant. He said, "What are these people best going to understand?" Well, well, they know what it means to garden and plant, especially in that day and age, not like today, you know, when we have artificial plants all over the place. It's kind of I'll tell you a funny story, we had artificial flowers in front of the altar, right? So someone went up and started trimming them, right? (laughs) True story. (laughs) Ask those in charge of the flowers, right? And then they realized, and they're like, wow, you know, (laughs) this dead flower lasts a long time. (laughs) But, you know, they turned that back into the, you know... To the person who is in charge of the flowers kind of sheepishly and said i don't know if you can glue that back on right so in our day and age we all right so we struggle a little bit but i think we all have a general idea of what it means to grow a plant and that's the analogy J- jesus uses he said all right what's up to you to do so it's up to you to scatter the seed to plant the seed You have to get out there and and, and do something. Do your part. And then water it every now and again. But what's the focus of the parable? Jesus is saying, yes, there's a part that you have to do. You have to plant the seed and water it. But he's saying... The kingdom of God grows and grows in you thanks to the work of God. And how does he express that? He says, and would sleep and rise night and day, and through it all the seed would sprout and grow. He knows not how. Right? Have you ever watered a plant and then sat down there to watch it grow? It doesn't go anywhere right it's like watching water and waiting it for it to boil you know it doesn't boil until you walk into the other room and then it's just boiling over all over your range right it's the same with the plant it's not gonna just start sprouting right away and yet because of the society we live in we want immediate results isn't that true you know if you go up to the coke machine and you put in fifty cents or I think it's now a dollar thirty-five we never know if you're at Kings Island it's like seven dollars you're putting in change for like an hour and a half and the people behind you are like looking at their watch you know they should put like a credit card swipe on the coke machines now you know so you don't know how much you're spending and we expect hit the button and I get a cold coke and what do we do if the coke doesn't fall down when I hit that button We start shaking the thing and we're sticking our hand up in there and banging it and hitting it and we start cussing and swearing and we're like, stupid machine. That's the world we live in. Instant results. If I put in something, I better have a result now. And yet, what is God trying to tell us? He's saying the spiritual life Your relationship with God is like a plant. You're not going to see the difference between today and tomorrow. right? Hey God, I went to Mass. Tomorrow I should be fine. The rest of the day should be wonderful. No, it's not going to happen that way. I have to invest so that day after day, week after week, God can work within my soul. That's what Jesus is trying to teach us, right? It's so hard for us to be humble, right? It's very hard, and we all know that. It's hard for us to step back and let someone do their job, especially if it's for me. I want to do it for myself, right? (laughs) That's the world we live in. And it's beautiful that today we celebrate Father's Day, right? Poor dads, they get the first Sunday of ordinary time, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's a good Sunday for Father's Day. You know, ordinary time, (laughs) nothing special, right? On the contrary, what a beautiful coincidence that we remember our dad. Today, when it's all about the ordinary, those day in and day out things that are just sometimes so hard to do. And it's a moment for us to step back and recognize what my Father has done for me. I just had to put in a little bit of effort, and yet how much my Father has done for me. Those day in and day out things that he's done with so much love. And then we remember our Heavenly Father. Remember God. What do we say at Mass? Our Father who art in heaven our father and it's a time for us to humbly recognize how much God my father does for me in those ordinary everyday things what a beautiful day we have today right what a beautiful day the the Sun coming out We remember our fathers And remember God our Father and if we can just control ourselves enough to not want to see and have the immediate result and judge because of the lack maybe of an immediate result we will grow in our love for God we will grow in our love for God our Father we will grow in our love for our Father.